Hello, and here we are at the Bromley Buzz with Darren Wheel of Injury and PR. And we're in a very different location today, uh, slightly out of borough. We are indeed, um, but we're also with someone who is from in borough who hasn't introduced herself yet. Oh yes, me, Zita <laughs> Narodi of Vida de la Mariposa Coaching. Yes. And the reason why we're in Sick Cup out of borough is because I'm dog sitting for my as dear friend, as I do on regular, regular basis. Um, so if you do hear a yap from these dogs, they are around. They tend to yap when things go past. Hopefully they'll be silent. To be fair, I'm, I, I don't dog sit in other people's homes, but I do have the uh, occasional visitor. Mm. So we, we've had three. Um, a small dog who will never return. A slightly smaller dog who will return reservations, e.g. please don't roll again. <laughs> uh, and another dog who is a, a benign saint of a Labradoodle called Alfie who has a permanent pass to our home. Oh, how mm. lovely. It's nice to have that. I mean, these dogs, I've been um, dog sitting for them since, goodness me, since before sort of 2017. Mm. Um, obviously, there's one addition uh, that is no longer here. And actually, it's the first time I'm dog sitting since he uh, was put down. So it feels really empty and bizarre being here with only two dogs instead of three. Because uh, mm. Jasper would always be on my lap. Oh, his head uh, sort of on my lap, just rested. He loves my nails when I scratch his back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, so I am missing him. It does feel a bit bizarre, but it's lovely to have Daisy and Poppy. What do you think, as a mindset and well-being coach, about the value of pets? Oh, 101%. Mm -hmm. No matter what kind of pet it is, they really do increase uh, the endorphins, those happy hormones, uh, within us um, that you know and it helps us to calm and refocus uh, it just relieves stress a huge huge amount and unfortunately I mean if you've got a fish you can't exactly stroke a fish because the stroking motion is quite nice oh, you can tickle trout uh, well trout yeah that's a bit bigger I mean you're not gonna have trout in your living room are you <laughs> no it's not something I've heard of but you know what, even just having a, a goldfish, a fish tank in your room is therapeutic because of the sound and then just seeing the way they move and focusing mm. on that, it's just beautiful. Yeah. So yeah, thank you for asking. I do a lot around that actually. Mm. If you can, and you haven't got any allergies or anything, get yourself a pet. But there are a lot of pets that you can get if you're allergic to fur. Hmm. Maybe we should get you to do a deal with a pet shop. Exclusive Zenat Narani approved pets. There you go. Yeah. That's an idea. Budgie's going cheap. Budgie's going cheap. Cheap, 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 cheap. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, as always, we can find us. We can find us. We, Of course we can find us. You can find us on Mondays at 10am on Channel Radio 2. Indeed. And... Uh, Likewise, we can also thank our sponsors, as we do every week, mm -hmm. Ian Wood Property, uh, of whom a bit of news in a minute, actually, uh, and uh, Terra Firma Landscapes. And I'm going to bounce another question at you. Here we go. It's a oh question dear. hour. Um, it's a question hour. You're just putting me on the spot uh, now. For those people that either are lucky enough to have gardens mm. or people who don't have gardens but do have at least the opportunity to put houseplants in, mm. Are they useful things? A nicely ordered and uh, composed or wild garden for people? Absolutely. Or, or a plant pot with plant? plant? Pot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't got a garden, 
of highly recommended get yourself a lovely plant mm. and uh, because what it what you can do is when you're working you're constantly staring at the screen and then sometimes you don't take yourself away and it affects your eyes so in that moment if you've got a plant in that same mm. room you can stand up take away and look at that plant look at the green and just immerse and exercise your eyes so yeah and if you've got a plant flowering again the sense from that is beautiful how about running water in a garden as well? That's something else they do. Um, you know, that's wasting water. water. Features and things like that. <laughs> running water, <laughs> wasting water. Isn't that they're lovely, beautiful. Lovely thing as well for the yes. mind if you have the opportunity to have that. Yeah, I mean that is lovely. Uh, sometimes running water for me mm. personally, because that's the way my brain works, is annoying because it's mm. like those white noises. Yeah. I like when it was thundering and raining early this morning, as we record the um, the podcast today. It kept me up. It doesn't work for me. Whereas for a lot of people, like yourself, because you mm. mentioned it in your WhatsApp group, and Sarah did too. Yep. She said it was sephoric, didn't she? Um, and it does wonders for people. But for me, it's the opposite. But running water, looking at it, is very lovely and therapeutic and relaxing. Mm. And it can you can take your creative mind to another place. I'll tell you one of the favourite things I was ever part of. This was when I was working on communications in the Home Office, mm -hmm. and they're putting the new building in. Uh, so the Home Office headquarters in Marsham Street. If you ever go past that, they have a water curtain. Ooh. So out, outside the front, you've yeah. got um, stone um, walls uh, and grass banks behind them, which aren't terribly outstanding in themselves. But at the edge of the walls, um, part of the way down, they've basically got a... a, a water cascading down Ooh, the, the whole nice. of the wall all along and as you walk along you just run your fingers through it and all that and i always thought that was one of the very best bits of the building yeah i do i do love dipping my hand in water mm. and the fingers now if you can dip your toes even better true do you know what i'd love to get a water feature in my flat mm -hmm. but uh unfortunately to the to the financial crisis <laughs> and cost of living <laughs> i think my electricity bill would go up so maybe in the future who knows I've got a leak in my garden office. Does that count as a water feature? You can it turn it. It certainly did during the, the lightning and that, and the well, bucket you was go. very handily placed. You could uh, turn it into a water feature. All you need is a couple of lovely flowers around there, maybe a Buddha, some lovely pebbles. Mm. There you go. You can construct your own one around a leaking tap. Actually, <laughs> I could, I'm going to throw in an early buzz as well. Okay. Because um, on Sunday, Father's Day, I was in Penge, and um, one of the things... We Where you there, live... I practically live. I've decided you, I really like the vibe. Of I Penge. think you need to relocate. Sorry, you can carry on with your story in yeah. a minute, but I think you need to relocate to Penge because you spend an awful lot of time in Penge. Well, I'd like a few of the things in Penge to relocate themselves to Orpington, but alas, as it is not happening, I'm going off there. This time, <laughs> yes. I, I went to a place I've been meaning to go to for ages because. Uh, I've just seen so much positivity around it about its kind of role in the community, green space, nice place to go, good cake. Uh, what's not to like about good cake? Alexandra Nurseries. Mm. So I finally went there. And you think of a garden centre slash nursery as being quite a big place. And mm. this isn't a big place. But it's a, a place within old brick. Um, so sort of street wall and then paths like a little labyrinth uh, full of plants and 
potted plants and outdoor plants and indoor plants and potting spaces and, and little roomettes and outdoor bits where you can use the cafe and have your coffee or in our case cheese toasties Sounds and the cake delightful. I mentioned earlier on and all that kind of thing and it's got books and uh, other objet d'art and things like this one of the books incidentally was quite an interesting one I've come across recently seven cemeteries to visit in London there's actually something on the internet about it none of them as far as I'm aware are in the borough of Bromley so you can imagine Highgate is one Norwood I think as well mm-hmm. uh, where I actually went with my daughter a while ago that was rather interesting um, yeah so yeah but there's a book 31 cemeteries to visit in London. Was yeah, there. I don't think that's on my top of the to-do to, to list. Hmm. But um, yeah, it was an interesting one. Hmm. Got me thinking. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, lovely place, Alexandra Nursery. Thoroughly recommended. I am going back. And of course, as we're sponsored by a landscape company, maybe put the two together. <laughs> you know, ask Luca Richards from Terra Firma to supply plants from... Alexandra Nurseries. There you go. I'm sure they'd be very happy. Absolutely. Mm. Oh, other sponsor. You got a package earlier off me. Package? A box. A box? Yes, a box. A box with something technical and electronic in it. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about catching me off guard today. You're just throwing it at me. This is lack of script. Keep that coming. Keep that Ah. coming. Yes, I got a lovely little package. And in that package... Uh, it's a technical little device, thanks to Ian Wood, mm-hmm. uh, our sponsor, and we were able to um, invest in another iPod. iPod? Mm. iPod, no. Another microphone. Is that a Freudian slip? You want another iPod? Do you know what? I, I think or I do want another or iPod. Mm. Yeah. No, a lovely, delightful, upgraded. Mm-hmm microphone so that we can buzz even more about the buzzing Bromley. Yes, the Zoom H1N uh, with its uh, microphone cover and uh, a nice hard shell case and accessories has arrived in our midst, which means that Zenat can now independently rush off and record whoever she likes in studio quality. Fantastic. Yeah. Really exciting. Can't wait to get out there. Mm-hmm. So thank you very much to Ian uh, and his sponsorship that we're able to do these things. Yep. Absolutely wonderful. And then many more things. Literally doubled our equipment overnight. I know. Great. (laughs) Uh, Right. So, shall we dive into some buzzers? Yes. um, Again. Does this mean I've got to avoid penge this time? Yeah. I was about to say, can you avoid penge? But it's going to be a bit of a struggle. So, sorry, my listeners. It's going to be penge delight of buzzing here. Mm. Off you go. Buzz about penge. Definitely. No, no, no. Buzz about penge. You start. Uh, all right, then, I will throw in um, a bit more on the Sunday, uh, and that is that we went to the Bridge House Theatre for a drink, which was lovely, um, because we'd been, in fact, both of us, I think, been to the Bridge House Theatre off and on. Of was that your, that was for Father's Day, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Hmm. Um, yes, didn't have an espresso martini this day. I contented myself with a mere Jack Daniels and Coke, I think, and a cup of coffee. Very restrained. Mm. But, and I'm forgetting the name of the show, which is irritating me deeply, and I... Um, uh, but planning to go back and see another show early in July because they've got something intriguing coming up uh, about um, women who are trying to sort of find their life goals and things like that and uh, mm. their struggles along the way, which sounds rather good. That actually. sounds very interesting. Mm. Sounds very familiar as well. I can actually change the topic. Ha-ha, away from Penge. 
Away from Penge. Yeah. Go on, you know go for we, it. We spoke about Amy's <laughs> View, the uh, show we saw yes. at the, what's the theatre called? In West Wickham, Matchbox. Matchbox, Matchbox which theater. the blog is out now. The, this is exactly the thing I was going to say. Oh, sorry, I jumped mm. in. I apologise. Oh, <laughs> I, I stole your buzz. <laughs> anyway, we gave them a, a stonkingly good review. I even put uh, Andrew at its best in the title, mm. because it was. Yes. Mm. And thank you to John, is it John Larder? His name, the uh, photographer? Louder, Louder, I think, yeah. Louder. Mm. He uh, sent across some of his photographs that he took. He's a photographer mm-hmm. of the event and which we got to choose and put in there. So, yeah, do check out um, John Louder's um, Instagram as well. He's a good photographer. Yeah, and we put the credit on the photograph mm-hmm. on the blog post on BromleyBuzz.com. UK as yeah, well. Absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. More to come from there. So, what's excited you in the whole two days, I think it is, since I, no, three days I since I saw you last? We sort of push these episodes a little bit together, like a Bromley Buzz sandwich. A Bromley, yes, we did. Um, do you know what? It's been pretty chilled, I think. No, that's good. I don't have anything amazing to buzz about, though I'm looking forward to going to a 75th birthday party in London which is out of borough again mm-hmm. but it's my brother's uh, mother-in-law she's turning 75 and uh, yes uh, it's at the Dorchester Hotel oh, wow. in Park Lane mm. so the lovely Sarah Marsh Collins has, mm-hmm. sent, has lent me her dress a caramel right. dress because I needed to look the part mm-hmm. so thanks to Sarah I'll be wearing a beautiful beautiful caramel dress with my Kurt Jaeger shoes I was going Yes, of course, uh, they'll go perfectly well together. No, but it'll be lovely to see um, everyone, and of course see my brother and his wife, because mm-hmm. they live in India. So sort of looking forward to that family family reunion mm. and meeting new people for connections. Can I tell you actually something really funny? Please do. Uh, okay, so I couldn't get my head around this. I had a phone call from my brother this morning mm. to say, hi, we've landed, and we'll see you tomorrow, for the you know, which is Wednesday. Landed here in the UK. In the UK, yeah. yes. And um, he goes, oh, uh, we're just in Primark at the moment. I was like, oh, okay. And then he went, oh, my God, everyone's turning up in Primark. We're meeting everybody in Primark, okay, in, in, in London. And I was like, why are you all in Primark having a reunion when you can shop in the most expensive stores and yet mm. you're all congregating in Primark and shopping there? These people are loaded, and they're shopping in Primark. I found that quite buzzing. That is, and they could have come to the Primark in Bromley. (laughs) Even better. Isn't that bizarre when they could be shopping literally in Gucci, Estee Lauder, or all those fancy whatever names they are, and they were shopping in Primark. But you think about it, sometimes you get people who do their vintage shopping in charity shops, and some of those people are very well off as well. Yeah, it's interesting, I've never thought of it that way. It Mm. really did did give me a little tickle. But Mm. mind you, Primark's got some lovely stuff, if you think about it. Mm -hmm. You know, their homeware's really improved over the years. Very good pyjamas, from what I've seen in the windows. Yes, yes, they have good pyjamas. Yeah, I like yeah. their bedding. I tend to get their bedding from there. Although the, the, the Bromley one, uh, I, I try to keep out of it because there's something about the artificial lighting in there which sparks off my migraines. So the Primark prime gives yes. me Yes, um, that's unfortunate. And, you know, speaking of that, um, mm. there are a lot of um, businesses where they're, they've got the strobe kind of light mm. and they're not very useful. I remember when I was teaching, actually, in a school, and schools were quite bad for this, and 
they I suffered from migraines quite a mm. lot, uh, but this really brought that on as well. So they had to go in and change those lightings for me because I just couldn't um, teach. But it's interesting. Do you realise it's at least five minutes since I mentioned penge? Go on, I'm, I, you're, you've been twitching there. It's like you've got this penge twitch going Penge-itis. on. <laughs> Pengeitis. <laughs> talking, talking about Go for it. We're not particularly doing a what's on this week. I do not want to call the ambulance and say, my friend Darren is suffering from pengenitis. Please come and help. I wonder what they do. Give me an injection of Beckenham or something. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> um, yes, in fact, I may well be back there at the weekend because I've got the Penge Pride picnic number two on. Uh, and I went to the one last year and it was fantastic. Oh, my, oh that's Saturday. right. I might have to accompany you. so we'll talk about those details later but anyway the other bit i was just going to mention about it was uh that on saturday so two days in a row of penge hence the concentration (coughs) on it not only did we go into the blackbird bakery which is a little chain in south london anyway first one i ever went to is in uh, was it no herne hill Mm. Uh, very nice at bakery that Uh, but um, also to the opening of the living world bromley shop Um, up until now this is Mm. one of the local food banks uh, yeah. It's operating out of a church, I believe, in the first instance. Mm-hmm. Um, but they now have a charity shop, and they <laughs> need money because the donations of items, goods, mm. has dropped off. The needs have carried on going up, so they've been having to put their hands in their financial pockets, pockets yeah. to, to cover the gap, which is dreadful. So they now have that source of income. And my wife won a raffle. raffle. Wonderful. Yeah, literally the, the first prize, a hamper of um, toiletries. Oh, which we were going through last night. It's really nice stuff. So, um, yeah, we're actually living living well due to living well. So thank you for them <laughs> for that. And I hope the charity shop does very well. And by the way, it was one of those where, yes, the people who want to do a bit of vintage and might see something a little bit late boyish mm. might find something. I actually saw something on um, mm. Instagram about um, bro- uh, living well. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't seem to find that post now don't you hate it when that happens i do especially when we're doing spotted on social and then it's lost on social yeah exactly <laughs> right what else because you've you know you're in and out all over the place what else have you been buzzing about i don't know if i'm oh i'm buzzing about this this is live this will be so retro by the time this comes and it might turn into misery as opposed to happiness <laughs> but as we speak this tuesday uh, England are playing Australia. I did reference this in the last episode, I think. But anyway, uh, yeah, Australia requires 72 runs to win with three wickets remaining because they're down to seven men out. Oh, go on, get the rest of that tail out, England. Go for it. Yeah, thank you, Stuart Broad and company, for giving us hope. Ha <laughs> uh, ha. I'm looking oh. forward to, as I said also last episode, I'm <laughs> ten, planning to go and see Beckham Cricket Club and speak to people. Yes, there and you get them on did the pod. say you, you're interested in the cricket. Mm. That, that I'm going to leave to you completely. Yeah, and it's not Unless even Cricket Club. Hot white guys, uh, white guys, that sounded so wrong. Hot guys in <laughs> their white suits. Yes. <laughs> in the whites, that's what I meant. All right, then. At, at, the, at the risk of. Yeah, I'm always um, on, non, on a hunt non... for my next partner. My next partner. <laughs> oh my God, I'm, do you know what? I might have to stop talking today because <laughs> I'm getting it all wrong. <laughs> well, I was about to lure you into a, a dreadful one, which is. What's the hottest looking sports uniform from you as a woman's point of view? Um, I know the one that men have drawled over for ages, which is beach volleyball. Shame on us. Yes. Um, or possibly shame on us, possibly not. It all depends on your point of view. Hmm. But it's, I wonder, wonder, there is a trend actually I like while you're thinking. 
and that is the trend away from uh, skimpy bikini type bottoms or, or knickers yeah. effectively on athlete, athletes and so on to something with a little bit more coverage. Because mm. apart from in the 1980s when footballers seem to wear exceedingly tight shorts, male ones this is, yes. men do not have this same crimping effect put upon them in the way that women are about to put no, up No, you're right. Do you know what? I've never really thought about that before and it's quite hard um, to think of a sport where their uniform is appealing. But I, w- I would probably say cricket. Mm, interesting. That's about the only thing you do like about cricket, then. Yeah. Because all the other sports is shorts and T-shirts. Okay. Generally. Right, in that case, I'm going to depute you to do the interview with Beckenham Cricket Club. <laughs> Why not? I might actually enjoy it. Very true. You never know. Mm. You never know. Coming out of my um, comfort zone. Mm. There we well, go. Well, unless you have anything else you... which Oh, actually, never mind things you might want to... Um, bring up there's one i want you to bring up which is our regular affirmation is oh, it time yes. is it time for my affirmation well can you do some talking while i oh, actually I bring up my affirmation because we're going to head into um a nice bit of uh, randomness at this point because as i said oh we can do life in orpington magazine in a bit though if you've got anything you fancy from that yeah but we will be going into some a, a literary live discussion of uh, stuff we want on future episodes. Yes, we do. Yes, that so would be nice. Mention the Beckenham Cricket Club, actually, because they're on our list. Little of do they know. Right. So, affirmation for this mm. week is courage. How are you going to show this today? Courage begins with showing up and letting yourself be seen. So that's my affirmation on courage. Hmm. Yes. Um, and the opposite of courage, um, I'm not, I won't use the word for it actually, but not being seen and retreating into yourself yeah. when times are hard. Mm. Yeah. How do you want to show up? How do you want to be seen? How are you going to step out of that comfort zone, as I said earlier on, um, and be brave enough to do the things that you're not doing mm. that you want to do? So build up that courage. Well, this is something you advise people professionally about quite regularly, and some of the young mm. people as well, given the the challenges that they have. Okay, and they've got less choice than the rest of us. If a young person is having a hard time at school, mm. it's not like they can send in their resignation and drop out of it, is it? No, not at all. So how, how do you give them courage to go in when they're you know, having a hard time, being bullied, or they've got uh, the body image it's stuff going on? Listening or whatever to it is. them, it's about listening to them. Uh, but really listening, uh, gathering the facts to support them and also talking to them and knowing that, you know, they can get past this. Uh, It's about building those skills and knowledge which need to be taught along the way as well. Mm. Yeah, it's quite in-depth to talk about on here. I know, I've wandered you off into Mindset Matters, Channel Radio's Friday, yes. 10.30 to 12, all of a sudden. <laughs> Throw it on there. Mm. But it is about listening to each child, valuing who they are and what they're going through and their thoughts because it's their thoughts, it's their feelings and nobody else has a right to change that thought and feeling but they have to learn to know what, how to manage those to the what they want to have and be so it becomes reality. 
Mm. I'd like to see more done to help young people in this respect. This you and me reasons, both, honestly. Yeah, this is one of the reasons why I've spoken, or we've spoken, about Just Be, the local youth charity, mm. uh, which brings young people in Bromley together to you know, break out of the home environment, to do the homework, to have a good time with other people of their own age, yeah. and so on. And that, that was really good. Two episodes on there a little while ago. Mm. I, I, last I heard, by the way, they were looking to raise... 75,000 by the end of the yes, month. Yes, you met. I think they you were 15,000 short last time mm-hmm. I heard. So, with any luck, they might get over that line. I sincerely hope so. So, do check out Just Be uh, website, anyone, and uh, contribute if you haven't already, if you can afford to do yes, so. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Um, you know what? I'm just Googling, Googling, Googling through life in Orpington Magazine. Very difficult with a paper publication. <laughs> Here, listen to the flicker. No. There you go. That's by Googling. Yeah. Um, Let's Talk Better is in there. Thank you, Loretta Wright. Absolutely. Uh, doesn't the magazine smell lovely? It's fresh. Yes, I, oh, I do like that. They, they, I they, they have a it's like a book when you buy it from mm. the bookstore. And I just, just love that smell. Just to remind people, Let's Talk Better being our joint campaign around yes. better conversations. Much needed. So we have um, our picture from our first launch in there. And it's just uh, Loretta's mentioning here that it, it launched in Bromley on the 24th of uh, February. Then we had a, our first themed event, Loneliness and Connection, which was held at the Bromley Community House with lots of attendees and engagement and enten- entertainment and uh, a beautiful dance by Magpie Dance Academy. We had a raffle and charity, uh, therapy topics, art, lots of things happening. And that we're, we raised £211 for our chosen charity, Casper. Mm. And um, yeah, just to, you know, if you want to find out more, then please do go to over to our website, letstalkbetter.org. Mm-hmm. And, or get in touch with us, because yeah. we do have our next event round mid end September we're looking Subject at to relatively soon confirmation all being well yes yeah. absolutely the last taboo mm. um, <laughs> I've got a, a little reflection on an advert which is unusual mm. uh, I see an advert here for the bed post in Petswood one of its five locations the bed posts uh, but uh, you know they've got a nice picture of a rely on allegro pocket sprung pillow top divan scent set Price with this advert, £1,223.99, down from £2,539.98. But it's lacking something from their history. They haven't managed to superimpose a picture of Anton Dubeck, the stripper dancing dancer who, when he lived at Seven Oaks, used to work there. Mm, What a miss. That is a miss. Uh, Big time Advertising fail. I mean, let's face it. Imagine uh, if they had. Anton would draw attention. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Um... Nature Friendly Bromley, this is lovely. So a total of 11 key locations around the borough will soon become part of the Nature Friendly Verges initiative where nature is being put back in the driving seat. Bromley Council's new pilot will see carefully selected locations receiving only one annual cut, either in September or October, then these will be left to grow throughout the rest of the year with other maintenance activities continuing. Uh, running a two-year period, the council's green space management contractor, um, Eidverd, <coughs> I think it's called, will be carefully managing the sites with expected important improvements in the biodiversity and increased natural carbon storage. 
The grass verges will act as a wildlife corridors connecting habitats and green spaces, a process that is likely to take two growing seasons to develop. These wildflower verges will help increase floral diversity, increase pollinator habitats, which is a good news for the bees, butterflies and invertebrates. The chosen sites are Addington Road, West Wickham, Beedon Road, Bromley Town, Coppers Cope Road, Beckenham Town on Coppers Road, Court Road, Orpington, Downhill Ravensbourne Avenue near Shortlands, Bromley Town, Beckenham Coopers, North Avenue, Ormond Avenue in Crofton, Pickers Lane and Pickers Mead, West Wickham and Plaistow and also in Chelsfield. Oh, and Riverpool Walk, get this, Penge and Cater. Oh, lovely. Isn't that amazing? So residents who would like to um, stay in touch or find out more, including getting involved in the Bromley Friends, Parks, Street Friends or Tree Friends group are invited to email parks at bromley.gov.uk. I think that would be actually lovely to see if we can get some buzz out of that mm. and support that. Yep. That is beautiful. We so need it. Yeah, the we more need. green the better. Yeah, and we do have, but we've really got to try and support the nature around us. Excuse the growling of my belly. Oh, I haven't noticed. <laughs> Thank God for that. So this is what comes of um, recording at tea time before either of us have eaten. So it might be me next. <laughs> yes, we're going to have a lovely supper, aren't we? Mm. Later. Chinese, maybe? Chinese, maybe, indeed. <laughs> favourite Chinese in Bromley? Well, we're not in Bromley. When we are. Oh, favourite Chinese. Oh, it's the... Um, the one I introduced you to, yes, you're in Jackie too, um, on the corner of Saint, the same just before Sainsbury's in Bromley Town Centre. Um, is it North Street? Chinatown. Or? Chinatown. <laughs> no, no. Um, mm. Oh my goodness. No, we, we might have to come back to say to Chinese yes. later on. But, well, uh, there used to be one that was actually. Some, so I used to like right. the Mandarin Palace, mm. which actually used to be opposite kind of opposite where the Glades shopping centre mm-hmm. is, where the bus stop is, yep. uh, the United Reformed Church. Um, and that was then, it then closed down. I used to go there for many, many years. Unfortunately, it closed down. And so that would have said that's the best Chinese. And um, then Taylan's mm-hmm. restaurant was there. Remember Taylan's? Yeah, not very Chinese though. Not very Chinese, uh, Chinesey. But uh, yeah, I would say that one. Mm. We need to figure out the name. Yes. Terrible. Not many Chinese. Get, get to the research department. The only trouble is that might be me. Yes. Right, talking of research, uh, we might I, well, actually, I may not be talking of research because if you find something in life in Orpington you fancy talking about, you're going to interrupt perfectly reasonably. But in the meantime, I've been looking over the great list of things we might cover in Bromley that we haven't already. Mm. And given the fact we've covered tons of things in our 114 previous shows, there's an awful lot. But I've um, unearthed a few I fancy uh, having on the show. And actually, one of the most striking is American football. Because I keep forgetting we have it in Bromley. And it's do we? We do. Why Kenta- do I not know about this one? American football? Oh, OK. I'm going to put down next to that Z for interview in that case. Um, but they're the Kent Exiles. They're based in the same place that West Coombe Park Rugby Club are and Orpington Football uh, mm. uh, Cricket Club. I'm running out of uh, things here. It's the probably the excitement caused by the ashes going very interesting, even as we speak. But uh, anyway, I'll put you down to interview in full uniform. Maybe that's the answer to the uniform question as well. Um, American football mm. player. Yes. Yeah. 
Maybe if we can get you both to put a helmet on at the same time, you can bang heads in approved manner. Yeah, I I've think my whole happen. head would get swallowed up in one of their helmets. Yeah, well, you did very well with the sax player in the Billy Bolton band. Oh, the I, uh, that, that was, was before. great. Yeah, he gave you a sort of almost a backflip if you'd gone much further. Yes. Very good old lift. If you needed any adjustments to your spine, you had it that I, Yeah, I definitely got my um, <laughs> crack, crack, crack Cairo in there. Yeah, and he's from New Jersey, so a bit of American there. I bet he'd like seeing Kent Exiles. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder if I've got any actual Americans in. We need to find out. Yeah. Just like when they do f- football in America, they mm-hmm. call it soccer, don't they? Yes, well, they're, they're, they, they're not very well But they're Americans in, in there. Ways, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's be nice. Mm, right we definitely need to be um well very very soon our sponsors will be back in for a buzz yes neither ian nor luke Luke. um, from those companies has actually been on the podcast yet so Uh, so it's about time they did yeah top of the list they are definitely in um for a good old buzz Mm -hmm. yeah um I've just remembered looking at Life in Orpington that I promised Pam Preedy, the history correspondent, who, uh, yes. who's written about knitting, I think, in this particular issue, uh, to come on. So that would be really good. That would be lovely, yes. Yeah, she's been writing for the magazine for quite some time now. Absolutely. And I do have her contact details, so that shouldn't be too difficult to do. Uh, I've been promising you for absolutely ages uh, that Chris Woodley would come on, if available. Yes, I do need to chat with him. See, uh, funny enough, he's actually my cousin's husband. Yes. So, yes, um, Iram and him got married last mm-hmm. year. And Chris actually is born in Bradford, Bromley, mm. Beckenham area. And he did a lot of his career of acting and uh, that entertainment side at the Bromley Little Theatre with the Churchill. And actually, he's been invited back here this is why yeah. we need to get him on our show okay, okay. but obviously i've got personal contact with him because mm. it's he's my relative now yes of course uh he's um been asked to come back and do some talks and things for bromley around theater okay it'll be exciting yeah well if you'd like to get in touch with him get him in as ah there you go might be, even be one of the earliest uses for the new kit there you go mm. he is a busy man we'll have to get try and get that schedule in really really quickly because he does a lot of script writing. The most recent one, he, he did two scenes for Doctors. Mm. It was very good. Yep. Um, what else have you picked out? Well, I would really like to get the Hemsley Conservation Centre uh, people, um, founders, and that's out in Kent on. Uh, I discovered them through Chiselhurst Life magazine, and we do not have, I know of, unless one's, someone's hiding it in Penge, which wouldn't mm. totally shock me, a zoo or equivalent in Bromley. Uh, and it has lemurs and uh, squirrel monkeys and tapirs and other oh. lovely creatures down there. In fact, I think we should go down there together. It would be lovely. So that's another one. And I've got, I've got loads of uh, other ones here I could mention, from Rob Beckett through to oh, uh, Free Cakes for... Um, kids, which I promised to have on there ages ago. Oops, didn't get around to it. Zoe Tapper, who uh, yes, launched from the Arts Festival last year with us, and uh, many more. Yeah. How about Do you yourself? know what? I, I want to definitely go and interview the Christmas Tree Farm because mm. I go there every year with my niece and nephew, uh, and it's such a lovely little delightful place to go and see the animals, feed the animals. The other little, the Doctor Doolittle. I was just thinking that you were heading straight into Doctor Doolittle there. Doctor yeah. Doolittle. Mm. Uh, also, uh, Bromley Valley Gymnastics. Definitely would like to look into that one. Indeed. 
uh, being an ex-gymnast uh, before I took up my career as a figure skater. And I think we definitely need some revisiting to the Bromley Football Club, looking at the uh, the first teams, the women's teams, uh, which will be lovely. Because yep. they're doing really, really well. And actually, speaking of Bromley Football Club, just recently... Mm-hmm. Kellen, uh, Kellen Fisher-Jones has been snapped up by uh, Norwich City okay. so he, st- he started there and actually Andy Woodman has um, put a post out there about that um, oh, which yes, was his manager. manager so he, ha- he you know, he's 19 years old he was spotted he's been with the Bromley and Ad- uh, Andy was just he saw the potential in him and he's been snapped up Hmm. Uh, so that's Skybet Championship side uh, Norwich. I was trying to remember whether under- Norwich got promoted into the Premiership again this season. Yeah. I can't remember. And also, another person has been snapped up. Omar, I've got to get his surname right. Mm-hmm. Omar Sawunumi, Sawunumi departs Hayes Lane as well. So he's um, been snapped up by uh, Sutton United. Okay. Skybet League, two sides, Sutton. They're all from the first team. 27-year-old signed the club in um, in August 2021 and has made 38 leagues uh, appearances in the last season, scoring eight occasions, and off he goes, winning after winning the FA Trophy side in 2022. Well, as far as I know, the probably the most iconic player from that is uh, Michael Cheek, the mm. striker who scored when we watched him yes. in the final. Big yeah. probably cheers that day. Uh, and I believe he's still at the club. Yeah, it's nice. so lovely to see all these young players starting somewhere and moving on to mm. other things. Um, you know, Bromley Football Club and Bromley is marking such great things for people. Mm. I so hope for Andy Woodman because we are both fans of his. He's such a lovely man to speak to. He is. That he's they delightful. do indeed get promoted with him in charge. Yeah. And now yeah. It, it should be a little bit easier with uh, the money bags of Wrexham out of the division. True. Very mm. true. You know what I've just noticed? This seems like a really interesting one. Beckenham Comedy Cabaret. Yes, indeed. Last heard of being run by somebody who'd moved down to the Kent coast, but nevertheless still happening at intervals. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, we could do with a bit of a laugh, to be fair. Yeah, you know, I'm just thinking about training my comedy brain, you know. Oh, do you want to do a comedy sketch? Or We could try. I'm not very comedy-dy. Comedy-dy? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's just a word. Perfect. <laughs> Um, so yes, there's lot. I mean, the list is endless for us to try and get people on. I mean, we've obviously still trying to get hold of Emma Raducanu, Dina Asher Smith. These are the people that we really want to talk to. Well, to be fair, and I've I made think zero it's... effort on our Emma so far, uh, and you know it was a shame. You know, coming back to the mindset and well-being thing, your mm. profession. She literally put had something go up on BBC Sport News the other day which was talking about, in a sense, she'd rather she hadn't won the US Open title at 19 yeah. or 18, whenever she did. Because uh, her career seems to have been a bit of a, a sideways scramble and an injury-prone thing since, poor girl. Yeah. Yeah, true. But she's still young. She can go an awful long way from here. Oh, gosh, yeah. The, you know, the world is her oyster, as they say, yep. if you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about animals earlier on, mm. right at the beginning. Safe Haven Animal Rescue. Yes. Definitely like to do that. I saw something in the 
uh, Life in Orpington, which I, if I'd noticed it before, I would have put them in touch with BBC Radio London. Because mm. BBC Radio London the other day got in touch with me to say, do you know anyone around there that's um, having trouble with a business that, or organisation? Actually, it was a charity that has Uli's non-compliant vehicles and that are struggling with their fleet as a result. Mm. Uh, and I couldn't think of any. I put them onto a couple of um, likely suspects after a thought. But uh, literally, Fall Farm were appealing for a new vehicle because of the Uli's problem. Oh, gosh. Mm. And Fall Farm down in Biggin Hill. Yeah. You know, I, I've been down there and uh, been woofed at by the dogs and largely ignored by the cats, uh, as, as, <laughs> as, as you do. But uh, it's a good But place. that's good for you because you're allergic to cats. That's true, yeah. So you're actually being safe there. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just being kind, they recognise it, so they're like, at you. Ah, thank you. <laughs> well, we might have to in, end up with a uh, outgoing, not buzz, but uh, cat sound from the zine. Cat sound, elephant. yes. Uh, just to let you know, also the mm. Orpington Magazine edition, summer edition. Uh, Orpington first, indeed. Orpington yes. first, sorry, mm-hmm. um, is out. Um, You've done well so there. I haven't even got a copy yet. Have you not? No, I've seen the online one though. To be fair. Ah. Mm-hmm. I should have picked up two. I think I quoted I thought, it last see, week. I automatically think you're going to pick all these up because you I live, live in Orpington. Yeah. But um, no, I'm spending all my time in pens. That's a trouble, you see. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you snooze, you lose. <laughs> no, they've they've shown some lovely, great things that have happened over the last um, few months, from obviously the coronation to the uh, to the birthday celebrations to uh, the ex mayor, mm. who um, you know her last sort of few. Uh, what do they call it? Meet, not meetings. Public appearances. Public appearances yes, is indeed. the word I'm looking yes, for. Yes, Councillor Hannah Gray. Councillor mm. Hannah Gray, yes. So, yeah, pick up your copy for that as well. Yes, and I quoted it last time from the online version, obviously, uh, because um, uh, Orpington's MP, Gareth Bacon, had said, Orpington is a special place, in the mm. title of an article in there, which I appreciated. Right, do we have yeah. anything else before we Oh, I we just wrap wanted up? to mention oh, this. Okay. Uh, so uh, there was the Literary um, Festival mm-hmm. um, that engages all um, ages and actually yep. just mentions here um, Sue Elkins uh, was there with her Alzheimer's diary. Yeah, I actually said uh, that. Who was at I, our... I, I introduced them oh, did uh, you? to uh, Orpington first. Oh, lovely. And yeah, as you say, yeah, she was at our Let's Talk Better event one in February. Yeah, and of course it talks about the children's festival um, um, festival as well where they become young entrepreneurs yes the business one and the business. by the way for anyone that's listening who fancies a spot of poetry there are two I think two certainly one uh, earlier interviews on the podcast with uh, one of the organisers and poets from yeah. uh, the Orpington Literary Festival I really enjoyed that as well mm. I've still got his book have you? yeah mm. although it's one of those strange things it's a collection of poetry uh, and it's called something like Conversations with My Dog. It isn't that title. Sorry, Mr. Poet. But uh, <laughs> I was hoping that there would be uh, an eponymous, that's the word for it, I think, a poem with that title in the book, and there isn't. Oh, mm. okay. So I'm going to challenge him to write one. Nice. Yeah. Go for it. So shall we end up with some spotted and socials and a couple of other things? But I just wanted to mention, mm. we're really excited about the... Uh, Volunteers Community Links Award ah, coming up. Yes, absolutely. Where we will be presenting one of the awards again there. Yes, I, th- I suspect that by the time this goes out, we'll have done the presenting. Yeah, but, so we'll uh, tell you all about it on our next actually, buzz. Have I got the piece of paper? It's here. I've got ah, it lovely. here. Would you like it? I'm, yes, because I'm going to quote partially from it. The Volunteer Awards Ceremony 
uh, and uh, it's on this Thursday, I believe, in the evening. Lots of awards present, and we are presenting one of them, the Volunteer Team of the Year Award. And I don't think we'd be out of place in mentioning the people who are shortlisted. Mm. So Bromley Mencap, Baby Basics Bromley, Bethlehem Gallery, The Hygiene Bank Bromley, My Time Active, Bethlehem Museum of the Mind, The Maypole Project, Bromley Salvation Army, Citizens Advice, Witness Service, Age UK Bromley and Greenwich, and Greener and Cleaner. Uh, well done for doing well enough to be shortlisted. Yeah, and you've just mentioned Bromley Well, which I just mm. kind of want to, um, on their post, um, they've got some uh, things coming up. So, uh, Learning Disability Week, programme of events. So, uh, let me just quickly scan through. What date are we on? Tuesday the 20th. So that's already finished. They had a morning of art and exhibition, but on Wednesday the 21st, I'm not sure when this will go out. No, might just go for skim about it. the 23rd or something. Would be um, good okay, so there. the 23rd is uh, from 4 to 6 p.m. celebration event, Crystal Palace Football Club Academy. Okay, uh, we would like to invite our clients to celebrate their achievements. Please bring along your sporting medals and trophies, educational and vocational training certificates, artwork, and anything else you are proud of and want to share, including voluntary or paid success. That's actually lovely. That'd be quite nice to go along mm. to and speak to some of those people. So that's happening with the Bromley Well. A um, couple of things, because I think in, as a community, sometimes we don't know where to go to, to make connections. But the Friendship Cafe, which is um, held at the Orpington Village Hall, a free dementia-friendly drop-in service and there's refreshments, activities, and fun. They're on Tuesday, so we've got 23rd, 27th, 25th, 26th, 24th, and 28th, from May to November, those dates, from 1.30 to 3.30 p.m. at the um, Orpington Village Hall. Um, and also, um, the other thing I want to mention is the uh, Abbas Awards, yeah. Above and Beyond Bromley Business Awards. That's going to be taking place. If you're a small local um, business, then please do apply. Visit the three W's dot the hyphen uk, or if you pick up their magazine, Life in Orpington, Life in Bromley, there's a QR code that you can scan. But beware, because um, it sounds like Abba, the band, but it's got an extra B chucked in, so it's three Bs. Mm. Mm. Oh, yes, it's three Bs. Yes, well, well remembered. Well remembered. Uh, also, I wanted to mention that the FSB um, are holding a networking event at Copper Salon. Oh. On the, I'm just looking for the dates. Uh, the FSB event is, ooh, sorry about making that funny noise. Oh, there we go. Monday, 3rd of July at, no. No, 5th of July. 5th of July. Um, Sorry, that's I when the that. ticket sales closes. I, I was a bit odd because it's never mm. on a Monday. So it's the 5th of July and um, that will be during the daytime. I think it's about 11 o'clock, if I'm not mistaken. 11, 11.30. Like yeah. And uh, the prices are £22 if you're an FSB member, £25 if you're a non-member. So you can go over to the fsb.org.uk uh, website and look for it. Uh, the sale does close on the 3rd of July at 3pm. Splendid. Uh, and I think that's about it. Oh, yeah, no, I've got one more mention. Uh, we've often, I don't know if you came with me, but I mm -hmm. went a couple of times down to Langley Park for Magpie Dance performance. 
I've we been went once, once with, with you, me. Yes. Yeah, once with mm. me. The so school. yes, the school. Yeah. So Sunday, twenty third of July, Langley Park Centre for Performing Arts. So they are delighted that the theme, current year's artistic theme, is borrowed land, which is about connecting people with learning disabilities to indigenous cultures and dances related to the nature and from around the world. Mm. That sounds lovely. Really, really delightful. Cool, I think. Roger and out. Indeed. Well, Darren and out. Uh, sorry, Darren of the Intune PR and... Zenat Narani of Vida de la Mariposa Coaching. And out until next week. See you later. Bye. Bye.